fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. It is Wednesday, March 9th, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. Well, Apple announcement day. Oddly enough, this is also the first day we are going to be putting these up on YouTube as well. So normally we these are very short little podcasts, about four minutes. Uh, today we're going to go a bit longer because there is a lot to talk about in the world of Apple. First things first, um, there was a lot of very weird technical difficulties when it came to even just getting the information out of Apple just because the YouTube feed didn't really work and no one could communicate to me because Discord went down at the same time. That was super awkward. Anyway, they opened up by by announcing a new, like, forest green. They're calling it alpine green color for the iPhone 13 Pro. And actually, they're just calling it regular green for the iPhone 13, which, honestly, I do like the color. I really do. Not for me, though, because I'm already committed to my S22, but, you know, for someone, it's going to be a good pick. Next up iPhone SE, we have a refresh, it has the more modern chip, the A13 Bionic, I want to say, but it is still in the iPhone 8 body, oddly enough. So it's still kind of in an outdated form factor, but, you know, the pricing starts at, what? It's not loading for me now, (laughs) figures, $429. So it's hard to complain. And with that, you are getting 5G capability, but not millimeter wave capability. So there is that as well to consider. But, you know, if you're looking for an entry level in and you don't want to go used, that is by far the best option to go. And quite frankly, considering the fact the iPhone has always been a very difficult barrier to entry to get into, it's all good news. The iPad Air also got an update. It is using the exact same body, but it now uses a Apple M1 chip. So now you have that to work with as well. And this just kind of brings up a very interesting question that I have, and I'm going to be bringing this up a lot more in uh, Eagle Eyes on Tech. What is the difference now between the iPad Air and the iPad Pro? Because so far, the only difference is more speakers, a bigger camera. Um, I think you have facial ID instead of a fingerprint reader on the iPad Pro versus the iPad iPad Air. But this is going to be a question that a lot of people are going to talk about. The iPad Pro you would go ahead and get because... It had the M1. It had the Thunderbolt 4 capability, or the thun- or I'm sorry, the USB 4 capability, but now you don't. So what's the point? I'll tell you what, if you're looking for a high-powered tablet, iPad Air is the way to go. Just be gentle with it because it most likely still has the same sort of structural flaw that the original iPad Air has. And then on top of that, we got a look at the new version of the new top dog in the M1 family. We did not get M2. We instead got the M1 Ultra. So it's now M1, M1 Pro, M1 Max, 
and M1 Ultra, thus proving that the word Max literally has no meaning whatsoever. Although it kind of does, because in the end, the M1 Max is just two, or I'm sorry, the M1 Ultra is just two M1 Maxes glued together. And I do mean that quite literally. They pretty much said that. And the M1 Max is only, I'm sorry, the M1 Ultra is only available in the Mac Studio, a very strange uh, Mac Mini that uh, someone just decided to go ahead and make about two to three times thicker. But what's really fascinating about this sucker, we have two USB-Cs in the front. If you have the M1 Ultra, those will be Thunderbolts. We have an SD card slot reader on the front. On the back, it is a massive exhaust vent, which for a CPU that's based on ARM that's supposed to be super power efficient, it seems weird that we're going ahead with this giant exhaust. How hot is this thing going to get? I'm curious. I am very, very curious. And of course, we don't know. We got a whole bunch of... uh, statistics and whatnot that you scroll through the page and then end up with a giant effect that you didn't want. And they kept talking about how it's just like, you know, up to two, five X faster CPU performance, 3.4 X faster GPU performance two 2.2 X faster machine learning. Um, they tried making some comparisons to, um, previous existing Intel Mac Pros, but only compared it to the 16-core version of it. Honestly, the whole... Apple has this problem right now, and I don't know why they do this. They continue to obfuscate how good these chips are. And the chips are good. They may not be as powerful as Apple wants to make it seem. Like, Apple's trying to make it seem like this is going to outperform, you know, a freaking 28-core Xeon or a Threadripper chip with a 3090. That's that's the kind of p- picture they're trying to paint, and I don't think that's true at all. Actually, I think they compared this on stage to, like, an 11900K or something like that. I don't get why you're going out and trying to just belittle every other powerhouse out there other than stroke your own ego, because then once the independent reviewers go out and show what the power is, they're just going to go, yeah, it's a pretty good ship, but it doesn't get close to what they're saying it is. Where these chips excel is performance per watt. They want to go ahead and try to stress this environmental impact thing, and they don't flex the one muscle these ARM chips have over every other one. Their performance per watt. It is obscene. And of course, you flex that on the, on the laptops. That's where it helps the most, even on desktops. If you're going ahead and saying, hey, you can cut your power, the entire power consumption of your entire studio by half to two thirds by switching from your giant dual Xeon power chugging machine to one of these. Why wouldn't you do it? You're selling these to pros, are you not? 
it is baffling it is absolutely baffling and then finally apple also showcased off a new display they're calling it the studio display 27 inch 5k retina display with an, an optional 400 stand or you can just get a stock standard stand for no additional cost starts at 1600 honestly it's just like it exists it is a cheaper option I haven't gone through to see if there's a better equivalent yet, but I'm I'm willing to bet there is. But at this time, I just don't know if one exists. So that's what we got out of the Apple announcement. So what are my thoughts? There's one last tease they gave us because of course, I see this whole thing and my first thought is, oh well, we're not gonna this is the this is the new Mac Pro. Uptime is dead. They said at the very end their transition to Apple Silicon is com- almost complete, with the exception of one item, and that is the Mac Pro. So they're still gonna have one they're still gonna have something more powerful than this, huh? Alright, Apple. Let's see what you got, because the Mac Pro was what I was the most interested in by far. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy.